Tonight's expedition into the extra normal is brought to you by Blue Harbors. Here at Blue Harbors, we're always the friendliest port in the store. When last we met, Father O'Malley was staring down the barrel of a loaded mountain sea blast salesman. Uh, yeah, um, mountain sea blast is good for you. Everyone should drink it. There's sweat tumbling down his brow. Son, I think that perhaps your employers have done you a great disservice by... They're not giving me enough. Everybody needs more Mountain Sea Blast. No, no, son. By by force-feeding you this terrible chemical, they've they've turned you into some kind of walking abomination. Uh, I'm I'm not an abomination. Sea Blast wouldn't do that to you. Mountain Sea Blast makes you feel good. Son, you, you sound like many of the drug addicts who have come to me in their hours of weakness seeking redemption through the Lord. Certainly... The first step is to admit that you have a problem. Uh, he starts twitching a little bit. Uh, he seems jumpy. Yeah, uh, dude, I, it's time to go. And I grab him my, and I start running. My, own, oh, my, my only problem is that I, I don't don't have enough sea blast to give everybody all the sea blast that they want. Everybody needs sea blast. Let's, let's give everybody some... And he explodes. I try to dive to cover, taking whoever I can to cover with me. Hey, this explosion isn't like the last one. It, it's not some sort of um, semi-apocalyptic event. He just kind of bursts. Is there ichor everywhere? Yes, it's kind of... It doesn't spray everywhere. It just kind of like flops to the ground. You can see that he's not wearing a costume. Come again? The Mountain Sea Blast mascot outfit. That's part of him. Um, gentlemen, I think that we've reached a new level of disturbing as far as the effects of this beverage. And that's when the rain begins to fall. I put my shield above my head. I take an umbrella out of the van. I also find another one of the many umbrellas that Ebbs has in his van. There's lots. What was mere minutes ago a bright sunny day is turned into a torrential downpour as sucrose-tainted raindrops fall from the sky. Do they appear to be doing any damage to clothing or buildings or the umbrellas that we're holding? I'd like you to roll to investigate a mystery. I certainly will. A uh, six and a four is a ten. Plus my sharp of one is an 11. Well, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to give you a hold two there. You can ask any two questions off the list. That's mighty generous of you. All right, so I will start with what is being concealed here. You look around as the rain pours down and see it does begin soaking into the, 
the ground. It's soaking into the plants, into the pavement. There are people caught in the rain who are being covered with it. So what can this rain do? One thing you feel certain of is that this rain isn't as concentrated as the regular beverage. So you don't think you're going to see any immediate effects, any mutations, anything quite like that. But when it's this diffuse, it's likely going to absorb in easier. So there may be more long-term effects. Gentlemen, I think that we should motivate the people around to seek cover. I know I already advised it once, but I'm afraid that this could have potential long-term health effects if we can't uh, help, especially those that we, we know personally, uh, into shelter. Um, okay. So, like, I walk over to the um, bungalow and hop up on the roof real quick. And I grab one of the pieces of sheet metal up there that's kind of like, you know, keeping my lanai area nice and dry. And I give it a wiggle so it sounds like thunder. You now have a thunder sound. Cool, man. My children, I fear that this storm is only going to get worse. It would be best for all of us to seek shelter. Thunder noise. Can you not hear the divine thunder? Into your tents or the campers. Let's all disperse as quickly as possible while being safe. Roll to manipulate someone. All right. So a five and a two is a seven plus my tough of two because of my fervor is a nine. Oh, man, that guy's so tough. If he says we shouldn't be in this rain... I, I don't know, know why we would ever consider being out here still. Let's go. And everybody begins to scatter back to their respective uh, homes. Domiciles, it's fine. That's a good word, domicile. And be sure to wash at the earliest convenience. Body and clothes both. The The little kid who was trying to give you soda earlier is waddling away. I've got to get to my domicile. Domicile. Go with God, my son, and then I will turn and uh, usher Ebbs into the van, as well as uh, working to help get the good Sir Knight uh, into safety as well. All right, man. What a time. Thunder noise. Yes, that was quick thinking, Ebbs. Uh, I'm certain that we saved a lot of uh, potential ill health, but I'm still, well, I'm relieved that the concentration that has been dispersed in the rain is much less than the concentration that was used to create the Sandersnatch. I do worry that uh, this rain is just an ill portent for greater disasters to come. One way or the other, it is certain that this storm has yet to pass. It's been a little over an hour. And the rain is coming down harder than ever. At this point, the clouds look dark and menacing. But there's no longer a green tint to them. There is the occasional crack of thunder and lightning. 
looking out the window of the van, um, is it possible to see if the body of Mounty is still out there? Shortly after the rain began, the body bubbled and dissolved. Well, gentlemen, uh, it would appear, at least for the moment, that the primary threat caused by the rain has subsided. As soon as you finish speaking, you see a red light coming in through the window, pointing at your chest. I would like to dive to the ground. Roll to act under pressure. A five and a five is a ten. And I add to that my cool of one, which is an eleven. As you dive to the ground, that red dot on your chest thickens and enlarges, and you are just barely out of the way as a bolt of red laser-like energy rips through the side of the van. It cuts through the other side and leaves a molten hole directly passing through the vehicle. Uh, Yeah, in terms of that, I start driving the van. So uh, you jump into the driver's seat and turn on the vehicle. Um, Where are you driving to? The beach. Okay, you turn on the car, you start driving, and roll to act under pressure. Okie dokie. Well, a two and a two is a four. And my cool of one makes it a five. And you drive right onto the beach. And your tires immediately begin spinning in the sand. I forgot to let the air out. Gentlemen, we need to get out of this tin can before it becomes a microwave. And drawing my flaming broadsword from my gym bag, I leap out of the back of the van. Both of those things sound incredibly dangerous. And I leave the van. As you jump out of the van, the first thing that catches your eye is... A shark fin in the sand. It has metal patches on it, and it is heading towards you. All right, I am going to attempt to move from the sand to the pavement as quickly as I can. Roll to act under pressure. All right, six and a four is a ten, and my cool is plus one, so eleven. So, with a quick dash, a dive, and a roll, you are safe on the pavement. Sir Osmond, the fin immediately turns and starts heading towards you. Mm-hmm. I will also be making my way towards the pavement, but I'll be closer towards the sand than Father O'Malley will be. Roll to act under pressure. Wow, uh, that is uh, a five and a six, plus my cool of zero for 11. And you are safely on the concrete, the asphalt, the, the road. That unfortunately leaves behind Ebbs. So, I'm going to grab the rearview mirror and yank it off the window, and then I'm going to climb on the roof of the van. This way, if somebody shoots at me, I can reflect it with the mirror. Well, you climb up and you have the mirror ready. The fin turns and starts heading back towards the van. I'd like to sweep around and see behind us if I see the 
what caused the seeming lightning attack? You are not sure. You don't see anything else out there at the moment. Maybe you'd like to roll to read a bad situation. Okay. Uh, That is going to be a three and a one, which is a four. And my sharp, which is also a one. So that is a five. With a five, you get to mark off a point of experience. Oh, boy. You, You don't see anything else but the shark fin, which dips beneath the surface of the sand. Careful, gentlemen. I don't know where it's gone, but I will certainly be back. And that's when it erupts from the concrete directly beneath your feet. Father O'Malley, I would like you to take four harm. Four harm? I'll reduce that by one from my armor, but I am in a bad way, gents. Erupting beneath the concrete is a ten-foot-tall, incredibly well-muscled, cybernetic shark man. It has the good father in its jaws and begins shaking him furiously. I am immediately going to go and try and push into this thing with my blade in an attempt to knock it with such a force that it will loose the good father. So are you trying to hurt this thing more or save the father? Save the father. Roll to protect someone. Uh, well, that's a three and a two, which makes for five, plus my top of three for eight. Okay, um, with an eight, you... Rush forward and slam your weapon into this thing's torso. And as your weapon collides, you do see large scars from various blades all over this thing's torso. It spits the father out and glares at you. Its right eye is this cybernetic monstrosity with a bright red glow and a targeting reticle. But the left eye has this cold, menacing anger. It... A low rumble emanates from its chest as you believe it recognizes you. Do I in turn recognize it? How many shark men have you encountered? Just the one. And I was certain that I had slain him. Yet here is another shark man bearing the wounds from a prior encounter. Only reinforced with science and steel. And so it falls to me to slay you once again, does it? Then you shall know the name of Sir Oswind of the Flow, Knight of the Round, and you shall taste defeat once more, putting my sword at it, and trying to invoke my immortal name. So with that, you get to roll to manipulate someone. Well, that is a four and a two, uh, plus my charm of two, which brings the six to up to an eight. So what are you trying to convince this thing? That it doesn't stand a chance. Well, the move itself does that, doesn't it? Um. Well, no, he he gets to roll to manipulate someone. So with a partial success, he's going to do something right now to prove it. I'm going to be a boss, and I'm going to turn my back on it. Well, now, I think you are not quite that good. The voice is slightly garbled. Uh, It doesn't sound natural. It's coming through some sort of speaker, you think? I told the three of you to stay out of our way. Hell, I even offered you a chance to work with us. But no. Here we are, over and over again. You keep getting in the way. Hey, Max Silver. 
and I wave. And hopefully while he's distracted, somebody stabs him in the eye. Oh, Max. You have greatly underestimated our resolve when it comes to this vile substance you wish to put in children. God will not stand for your blasphemy. And then I stab the robotic eye with my flaming broadsword. Roll to kick some ass. All right, that is a five and a six, which is normally an 11, but my plus two makes that a 13. Well, that's one hell of a hit. What would you like for an additional effect? I would like to take as little harm as possible. Okay. And how much harm do you deal? Uh, I deal three flaming harm. So you dive forward and thrust with all your might and smash directly into the eye of this thing. The eye crackles and electricity sparks throughout it. And there is a bit of a burst of energy. Take one harm. I'll reduce it to zero with my armor. You think you can stop me just by taking out the camera? (laughs) Max, I don't think I can stop you by taking out the camera. But I think I can distract you from the night. And it's at this point that I am marching forward. Uh, in a steady charge, and I'm going to attempt to rip this metal stuff out of the Shark Man. Okay. I think this is going to be a roll to kick some ass. Well, uh, a two and a three come together for a total of five, and my tough of plus three does make that an eight. Okay. So you leap on this thing, dig your hands in, and begin to pry out the cybernetics in its head. It grabs you and squeezes your torso for four harm with its metallic claws. But as it shoves you, you come away with fistfuls of cybernetic enhancements. What What? what did you... Oh, come on! Let's... It's not working. Go, kill them! Kill them dead! The creature looks around confused before diving back into the sand. As I thought, the hex upon its mind must have been these metal bits sticking out of its cranium. Ha ha! Hey, good job, man. And I hop off the van. It may not see us as friend, so be careful. Gentlemen, I... You need help. Use some serious help. Adrenaline's only going to take me so far. All right, man. Well, hop back in the van, and I'll let some air out of the tires so that they expand a little more, and I can drive on the sand better. And then I get off the beach and go to a hospital. Hey, folks. Welcome to episode 15. We have reached the middle of the episode. And folks, as always, this is just your friendly mid-episode reminder that you can check out The Umbral Theater Presents Expeditions of the Extra Normal everywhere you like to get your podcasts, whether that's on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple iStore, you know, just about everywhere you can think. We're there. We do 
love and appreciate that you followed us this far, 15 whole episodes. It's incredible. From the bottom of our hearts, we want to thank you right here in the middle of this episode. Thanks for sticking with us. Enjoy the ride. And now, back to the show. The three of you are kind of beat up. Father O'Malley is uh, bleeding. Profusely. And you were going to do what now? Um, We were going to get in the van and uh, drive to the hospital, because, you know. Okay, you get in the van. Uh... You turn it on. There is a layer of uh, green rain covering the windshield. Well, that's what the windshield wipers are for. And you start spraying stuff back and forth. And uh, you start driving towards the street. And as you get to the street, you're noticing that there's a fairly large number of pedestrians out and about. Including straight over the middle of the road. Father O'Malley, you're going to want to reach in the back and get that med kit and uh, probably, probably probably tend to yourself for a minute here. Um, I have a horde to dodge, so we'll be a minute. A horde? Uh-huh. It's, uh, you know, really apocalyptic out front. Marvelous. And then I will reach over and pull out Whatever it is that passes for Ebbs' first aid kit in this van. I imagine it's got a lot of pills and smokables. See, I was actually going to say there are a lot of herbs and, like, um, oils. But, yeah, sure, you know, pills too. (laughs) (laughs) And attempt in whatever way I can to stop the bleeding. Yeah, sure. You start uh, trying to hold your insides inside. That's where they belong. And, Ebs, you are trying to drive? Um, yeah. Kind of like, you know, wending my way through the mob of people just being idiots in the street. That I also imagine are affected by this rain. I'm going to be having my uh, head out the window and just my head because my shoulders kind of won't fit through the frame with my armor. Stand aside! There's an injured man who needs transportation! Make way! Off to the side! The various people in the street turn directly to look at you, Sir Osmond. And you get to roll to read a bad situation. Okay. Uh, let's see, that's a five and a three. Plus my sharp of one, make for a nine total. With a nine, you get to hold one. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Strangely enough, as these pedestrians look at you and begin to gaze upon you, you notice a faint green glow coming from behind their eyes. I believe my words will not reach their ears, so long as that green aura lies behind their eyes. You have definitely caught their attention, and they are starting to shamble in your general direction. Uh, can I drive faster? If you'd like to drive over people, yes. What if I skillfully dodge them? I'd have to ask you to roll to act under pressure. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea, I think. I don't know how to raise a window in a car, so I'm going to just plug the window hole with my shield. That's a 12. That's a 6 and a 5 and a 1 for a 12. Uh, So with a 12, you're able to pick up some speed, uh, dodge around the major clumpings, and... 
very shortly, uh, you are out of the rain. Excellent. Um, well, how you holding up back there? Well, I can't say as, uh, these medical supplies are endorsed by the FDA, but uh, they appear to be helping me keep my innards where they belong at the moment. What was happening outside? There was a shambling horde of of people with the sickly green glow from behind their eyes, and they seemed more keen to get in front of our vehicle than away from it at my direction. Shambling horde? Let's hope it's only affecting the people who are outside. Well, once you've gotten uh, three or four blocks from the site of the Mountain Sea Blast explosion, the sky is clearing up fairly quickly. What little rain there is here appears to be normal. So it's not like following me, right? It's just like back there hovering? Yeah, it's kind of like when the mushroom cloud leapt up, it just contaminated the skies near-ish where you were. Okay, we like containment. Well, I still need to keep my friend's innards in his innards. So, off we go. And away you do go. You arrive at the hospital without too much more trouble. There have been no shambling hordes uh, outside of the initial one. I'm going to uh, stay out by the van and keep my eye out for ambulances that might be transporting horde members. Because, you know, that's what paramedics do. They pick people up and bring them to hospitals. And uh, I imagine... I imagine bad things. So... Plan to fail or fail to plan? Well, your plan to fail uh, is working out because there is a large number of ambulances leaving the hospital. You're seeing some fire engines uh, tear down the street heading back towards the direction you came from. So, yeah, you're going to want to be quick, I guess, in a sense that, you know, don't die fast or slow. I don't know. Yes, good speed. Their lives are in your hands now. Do you, do you need to put you in a wheelchair? No, I'll be fine. And then I'll walk into the front door of the emergency room. Oh, Sir Osmond, you go with him. Oh, yes, I should see that he receives the best treatment he can. Yeah, because, I mean, if, if they get inside, he'll need more protection. So the two of you head in and get um, the good father checked into a room. They do have some questions about why this is the third time in so many months that you have shown up looking as though you have brawled with an entire gang. Well, you know, in an attempt to save the soul of the inner city, one must put oneself into direct harm. But I feel as though his message is spreading. Is is that a shark bite? Well, I haven't been... I have not been swimming... Those laser holes in your in your shirt. This 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 doesn't make Lasers. much sense at all, uh, young man. I'm I'm afraid that you've been reading a few too many comic books. Now, if you could please see to my treatment, and your treatment begins. It will take a little bit for you to be brought out of the doom and gloom stage. Okay. In the meantime, is there anything else the other of you folk are doing? Uh, I'm also seeking some attention. I do have some uh, unstable 
uh, wounding on myself. Okay, so you will also seek medical attention. Ebbs. I'm keeping a lookout. So, uh, a few hours pass. Both of you recover a uh, point of harm and are no longer unstable. Hooray. So, have I noticed any of those ambulances or fire trucks head back, or... You've noticed mm, smoke from that section of the city, and police cars, and a couple of police tanks. Well, looks like I'm renting a hotel room tonight. Yeah, there's definitely some sort of uh, large-scale disturbance in that section of the city. Oh, hey, dudes. Welcome back to the van. I don't know if we should charge back into battle at that giant ground zero. What do you think? I think the problem is there's going to be an untold loss of life to whatever is happening there, up to and including the poor people who have been affected by the rain. There is still a loose cyber shark being controlled by Max Zilver somewhere. And while I don't feel as though I am in the best condition to be tackling what's happened there. I feel that we are undoubtedly in part responsible for what happened. I'm totally responsible for blowing up a keg. I'm totally not responsible for making a concoction of such terrible, horrible, just badness. So I'll take some of the blame. It's okay. What's your opinion on things, Sir Osmond? I should take the blame for having not first truly slain that shark man. However, because he was not himself slain, he was recovered by our nemeses and turned into such a further abomination. But in that final strike I did so pull the, the metallic curse that was upon him I believe I have freed him from whatever control may have been put on him. By ripping it out, I believe I I have broken the curse, and he has his own mind again. And he is like a creature, cornered, afraid, and uncertain, and vulnerable. It may just be that wherever he was recovered to, and had whatever nastiness performed upon him, he may remember where it was and would be able to lead us there, and redeem himself by fighting not for his own bloodthirsty, shark-like ways, but for the sense of good and righteousness, and bringing his own evil-doing captors to justice. Okay, well, then I do a Google search for, uh, you know, (laughs) phrases like, holy cow, I just saw a shark man. Roll to investigate a mystery. Investigating mystery is sharp, which is my best stat for a two. And a four and a three make that total a nine. You have a nine. That's a hold one. All right. Where did it go? Where did it go? People are 95% talking about the riots in uh, uh, the area you've just abandoned. Oh, yeah. Where uh, hordes of green-eyed folk are forcing their way into convenience stores and restaurants to feast upon the 
delicious mountain sea blast contained within. Wow. But in the background of a couple of selfies people are taking by burning buildings and things like that, in the middle of these quote-unquote riots, you do see a shark monster. Uh, And this shark monster you have seen in maybe half a dozen selfies where it has been destroying delivery trucks from the Blue Harbors Corporation. You think it's very likely that it is trying to find its way towards some sort of more centralized location. Well, I found your guy, man. It looks like he's back where we don't want to go, which means we got to go there. Does anybody have any uh, suggestions for gearing up? Or, like, yes? How many single dollar bills do you have? Um, I don't know. There's there's probably a bag full in the glove compartment. I'm going to go back into the hospital looking for a vending machine and acquire as many cans of Mountain Sea Blast as I can. Well, you gather yourself up a big double armful of Mountain Sea Blast. We should be able to open these and throw them away from the vehicle to open our path, at least get us back where we need to go. Oh, very smart. And perhaps armor does not seem to be the strong suit of either of you, but if you could have some means of preventing the foul Iker from touching yourselves directly. I have this trash can lid that I bought a while back. Uh, but perhaps something for the, the whole body, uh, hands and all. I have a wetsuit, and I put my wetsuit on. You are now wearing a wetsuit. Hooray! So dry. Yo, bro, do you want to go see Selena and get your armor checked up before we go in there? My armor already has such a feature installed upon it by the good lady Serena. All I need to do is pop my faceplate into location like so. And the link between my helmet and my neck and the forearms and bracers and everything just seals up nice and tight. All right, cool. (laughs) We'll have to get speakers built into that. What was that? I couldn't hear you from inside of my armor. We'll have to use that in dire emergencies, I guess. Or when you don't need to talk. Indeed. I have been holding on to it for such occasions. What about you, Father O'Malley? My faith should protect me fairly enough. However, I will put on gloves, and then I will produce a pair of gloves from inside of my gym bag and put them on. Nice. Are we talking, like, dishwashing gloves, or are we talking, (laughs) like, medical exam gloves? We're talking, like, black leather gloves. Okay. Although, dish gloves does sound hilarious, but no. Black leather gloves. <laughs> and we ride. You ride and drive back towards the chaos. It's only a block or two before you come into the damage and destruction that's being wrecked upon the city. There are green-eyed people smashing their way into every establishment, hunting for more of this vile poison that has sent them into this murderous frenzy. Is it still green raining in this area? Yes, the green rain actually has expanded and is now reaching further than it was before. Well, that's going to be the second problem we tackle. I guess the people seem to be leaving us alone, right? They're just, like, looking for Mountain Sea Blast? Yes, but 
some of them are sniffing the air and looking in your direction. Wow, that's potent. I mean, uh, you are still wearing the same clothing that you wore inside of the downpour, right? Oh, yeah. Or at least it's in the van. Not not, not you. You're, yeah. It's, but, it, but there's definitely more than a trace amount of, of mountain sea blast on you. Cool. Well, as long as they don't attack me, then I don't have to hurt anybody. There are, however, people running and screaming. Uh, in fact, you see one woman down a side alley who is trying desperately to defend her 12-pack, while half a dozen sea-blasted begin to encroach upon her. Well, we can't leave an innocent person by. That's that's not cool. So, stop the van. Father O'Malley, drop a bomb. I will um, grab two cans of Mountain Sea Blast, pop the tops, and then throw them away from the alley. I'm going to have you roll act under pressure here. All right. All right. A six and a five is an 11. uh, Plus my cool of one is a 12. So uh, you do a fantastic job there. It distracts the sea blasted and the streets clear out, allowing you to drive even further up. The woman waves her thanks as she makes it to her building, carrying her unopened 12-pack. Huh. We probably should have taken that. I was just thinking that same thing. Well, onward to the shark. So, where are you going right now? Oh, well, I imagine that the pictures uh, that were selfies, um, as most pictures are nowadays, were marked with their location. And using that information, I figured I'd also be able to just be like, oh, look, he started over on 4th Street, and now he's over on 2nd and E. Um, Gotcha. So you are headed directly for where you believe the shark is moving. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll probably, if if we need to keep traveling from there, or, you know, maybe hit him with the car. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Okay. So you pull upon a scene after um, dodging crowds and throngs, where... There is a Blue Harbors Bottling Company trailer. The front door of the cab has been ripped off, and the driver is nowhere to be seen. There are maybe two dozen of the Sea Blasted pounding and scratching at the trailer trying to get in. The trailer rumbles a little bit, and then is torn open from the inside. The robot shark tears his way out, and is... Smashing and destroying all of the cans and bottles inside of the truck. It is on a rampage. And normally you would be happy to see such a a wonderful thing happening to the good folks at Blue Harbors. But all of the Sea Blasted are bathing in the, the runoff. They're licking it up off of the ground. They're screaming and howling in delight as their forms subtly begin to twist and change. So, quick question, guys. Does it look like the shark is helping them or hindering them? Because this kind of looks like helping. I don't know as it's helping. I think that this is just two unfortunate situations which have melded together into one exceptional problem 
Well, we need to get them washed off. And I think the fastest way to do that would be to find a fire truck, take their hose, hook it up to a hydrant, and proceed to fountain sea blast the life out of these guys. That might be the best option. Before we get out, Ebs. Yeah. Set up your GoPro. I want footage of whatever's happening to these people happening to these people because this soda company will be held accountable. Okay. I put my chest GoPro on, my helmet GoPro. I take out the little floaty one that flies around and goes, um, you know, like that. Fine. And then uh, leaving the van, we run to the nearest, uh, like a medical station. Okay. Uh, to see if we can't get a hose and uh, hook it up to a fire hydrant. Certainly. Uh, roll to act under pressure. Whew. Well, that's a two. So I will go ahead and mark my point of experience, which brings my total score on the roll would be a three. So you hook a hose up to a nearby fire hydrant. You turn it on, you aim, and you blast. And more green-tainted water comes out. Mm-hmm.